It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold. On the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz has been non-existent. The show critically crapped on. The show that most of management doesn't even know is on. You were guzzling down all the programming all week long. Some of the new programming as well. So you're a little hungover on this early morning. But I got the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. It's more clips. More clips. More clips. So we got you covered as Mike Babchick, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. My right-hand man. That's right, man. That's right. My man over there. He's got the lotion on his right hand. Soon to be amputated. <laughs> no, that's a right now. You still got both of them. And all he need is one anyway. I just need the right. So we got the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. And then Alex Hardy, the producer of Brick at Night, JT the Brink, as he's always on the brink of possibly losing <laughs> his mind. So here we go. I, Mike Babchick, America's biggest uh, morning after regret. I'm going to guide you through the week that was. And, of course, you know me. Wait, what is the thing I always say? <laughs> I forgot. I've got to... <laughs> oh my! You forgot your own tagline. Uh, the lovable loser for Morning Man, the guy you oh know. Oh my god! And no. Uh, all right, so here we go. This week, Mad Dog Sports Radio brought on Pat McAfee for the PMS. Yeah, that's right. The PMS, the Pat McAfee Woo! Show. What a hire by Sirius Morning XM. Time. That's what I'm talking about. He's shaking things up here. He's lighting it up. And Pat McAfee on, of course, now weekdays, 12 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Mad Dog Sports Radio. And on his first show, he said hello to the Mad Dog Sports Radio audience. Listen to this. If you're listening to us for the first time on Channel 82, Sirius XM, Mad Dog Sports Radio, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that bark from the like boys that. will not last long. <laughs> Believe me, they get bored. So just going to have to ride this one out for at least the next couple of days because we are excited. And if you're listening to us for the first time, I can very much understand that you're probably going to hate us initially that happens it's been happening to me my entire life i'm 33 years old at this point my mom didn't even start to like me until i was like 20 25 (laughs) years old so i am very used to it but i think if you give us a chance on the radio if you allow us into your truck you allow us into your car you allow us into your office wherever the hell you may listen to serious xm i think what you'll learn is this show is different than any other show this show is literally the dumbest sports show of all time and i know that this channel mad dog radio has a litany and a slew of incredibly talented people that speak into microphones and their shows are all dynamic in their own fashion but this particular show is very dumb i've said on mm-hmm. many occasion i don't know why people listen to our show I don't know why people watch our show, but I think what I have come to realize is our show is a mental vacation for you. We celebrate sports. We try not to get into the negative bullshit that completely surrounds all of the world that we live in right now because negativity hogs publicity. We try to have a good time here. We try to talk about all things that are relevant in the sports world, (laughs) not just a couple topics. And to be completely honest, I think when our guests come on our shows, 
They give us conversations that they don't give anybody else because they know that they're speaking to somebody that is much dumber than them. They know that they're talking to somebody who has done much worse than them, and they know that they're talking to somebody who isn't a judge. Hey, no judgment here. Yeah, not here. No judgment here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Odell wanted to come on today, no judgment. Do what you got to do, pal. If that's what you're into, that's what you're into. If that girl's lying, which is probably true, all good. Like, hey, we're just here to have a good conversation. All right, before we get to uh, Pat there, I mean, he brings up Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, and now we know why he's never been a true number one receiver on a team. I mean, obviously, he's the number two oh, receiver. Boy. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> is my uh, favorite Brown, uh, without a doubt. As wow. Nothing wrong with Odell wow. embracing the Cleveland Steamer. Now we know why he uh, went there. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr., his playing field is his chest. Uh, we all know that. And the Browns, you know, they're... Going to do well this year because, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. can take all that crap right in his chest. That's where he wants it. So how would I do there, guys? Did I do enough or should we do more? I feel like you could give us a number two more. They only two more. Odell Beckham Jr.'s face can replace the uh, poop emoji. And Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, new touchdown celebration is him dropping a deuce with the football. And, of course, we're talking about this because my favorite <laughs> podcast, Thoughts Only, I believe it's called. My wife is going on that um, next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts only. They talked about Odell Beckham Jr. And a woman went on there and said that Odell Beckham Jr. likes to get pooped on. You forgot the easy one. What can Brown do for you? Oh, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> no, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like the new Pat McAfee crew. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that one, too. But apparently the girl had stage fright. I want to just finish off the story for uh, keeping score at home. I want to be fair and honest here. Give the whole story. Uh, so it never happened. If she couldn't do it, then he asked her to video it, and then later on, eventually, it did work out. You know, I want to get the whole oh, story. That's what okay. it's about here on Morning After. Just getting out all the facts. So, Pat facts. McAfee, though, comes aboard. He's dropping F-bombs left and right. Look at Pat McAfee doing what he's got to <laughs> do. I mean, that's pretty fun. It's cool to get Pat McAfee on the channel. Obviously, he's a huge name. A couple of things, though. One, doesn't Morning Man with Devin and Babs have the dumbest show in America? And haven't we been saying we were dumb for years? Do you feel threatened? No, he's way better than us. But let's have a competition on who's dumber because we're pretty dumb. Pat McAfee is just the winning version of me. I I'm a loser. That's, well, that's a fact. Right. Yes. I mean, I mean, Thank it's you, Eddie. Not even close. There you go, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie is, Eddie. The, win the, life. the winning version of you. <laughs> I mean, this guy's done well in life, you right? Think? I mean, he's made it to the NFL. Better looking than you. Right. He makes more money than you. Right. He was a professional athlete. Right. He's taller than you. Right. I think he completed college in four years. Right. So that's just five right off the bat. But he also does like <laughs> his mom just started liking him at 25. I've been saying that forever, that my mom hasn't really liked me until Morning Men. My dad couldn't stand me until Morning Men came around. That's why you know, we give Evan Cohen credit for me and my dad's great relationship right now. You know, I'm a terrible first impressionist. I, I was talking uh, the other day on Morning Men that I went to first a party. First impressionist? Yeah, first impressionist. I don't do give great first impressions. I'm in the Red Brand era. I'm a first impressionist. And I went to a party the other day, met some guy for the first time, me and his wife really hit it off. We took a bunch of tequila shots together. Next thing you know, she was puking all over the place. Next thing you know, the guy brought her home. And then next thing you know, he came back to fight me. That's a story. The next thing you know. The next thing you know. You know, we're recording this on Zoom. I love Andrew Goldberg's face during this. It's, it's, it's a Looks like it's screen's frozen. <laughs> did Andrew Goldberg, did he freeze? <laughs> or is he just Andrew, done into that story? Wild, just wave. <laughs> anyway, and I should, you know, again, for factual purposes, I ended that party with my buddy pulling my pants down and another buddy filming me. So my tiny little ween is 
now on everybody's camera and being passed around. I'll send that to you guys um, after the show. Why didn't you demand the phone like you did to me? Why didn't you try to pull that tough guy act like you tried on me? It's a great point. In that moment, there was too many people around. It was a party. Yes, yeah, Eddie Erickson yeah. did film me once at a urinal during a Chainsmokers concert. That's before the world ended. And by the way, it was raining, and it wasn't a fair representation of what's going on down there. It was cold. Is it ever? <laughs> were, were you saying you were in the pool? A lot of shrinkage? A lot, a lot. So a few changes here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, the greatest channel in the world. And Mad Dog Chris Russo, it is Mad Dog Sports Radio. So he talked about this with Steve Torrey, the program director of Mad Dog Sports Radio, as Steve Torrey is still a Mad Dog contributor, but no longer will be hosting Dog Day Sports. Take it away, doggy. So I just heard his promo. It wasn't a very good one uh, for the Sunday Drive show. He only could come up with 22 seconds, maybe a little hangover uh, from losing his one to three slot. Uh, Steve now <laughs> tries to find his way amongst the forest here at uh, at, uh, at uh, Sirius XM. The Spitz, of course, the sheriff runs the, the whole nine yards. Steve talks to Spitz. They leave Steve out of the mix. Mm-hmm. And Steve now, uh, Steve's got a little more on his plate than normal, but eventually Steve will do a little Sunday Drive mm-hmm. and do an update a day for us. And that might be it as far as uh, Finito. His role at Adios. Is that correct? Nah, Finito. Correct? No, no, no. I'll be plenty busy. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Doing about what that exactly? What didn't you like about that promo? By the way, I didn't even write that. <laughs> you doing that for the NFL radio? There was nothing guys. to it. It was no, there was no pep. There was no enthusiasm. Oh, it was great. It was just a kidding? dead promo by a, by a dead weight. Just wasn't good stuff. Now, oh my God. Boy, boy, yesterday, so. yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, you were so nice, by and I see you're swiftly back to your old ways. You're Wilson Brumley in a China syndrome until the very end where he finally tells Jane Fonda that, uh, that uh, Jack <laughs> that Lemon was on to something with the nuclear power plant. I thought he said that. Uh, I'm going to check that. You are just that a out. company guy. Wilford My Brimley. goodness gracious. Can I ever have something out of you that's, the that's a little Scott. least out there from an opinion standpoint? No? What's wrong? With, uh, what kind of opinion would you like me to give Can you? We I, mean, I mean, standpoint. you know, you're making it sound like that you're, you've made a fortune doing this show and all the on-air stuff. I would think that they would make a market correction as far as the payroll is concerned. No? <laughs> no. Market nope. correction. Uh, I'll let you know for sure when I see the money go into the account next time we get paid. But uh, no, uh, everything's I would good. Think Evan, I would think Evan and Babchek, you got to be concerned. Uh, he lost oh. an hour. That's 25%. Oh. So that'd be it. Isn't Uh-oh. there a 25% drop-off? Uh, you no. tell me. No. You're the wait, one who takes wait, the money. That is inaccurate. That is inaccurate. Every, everybody's wait, that paying Babcheck. The, that paying Babcheck the same amount for, for three hours as he was getting for four. Uh, yes, oh, no. Chris. I think uh, everybody's in good shape. I'm, I'm pretty sure not that we're not going to worry about along those lines. <laughs> this is what they did run by me. He says, Chris, would you mind if they did? We did something with Steve economically <laughs> to make sure we get everything taken care of here, payroll wise. I said, yeah, I got to do what you got to do. They have not come to you yet with that. No, they haven't. And they actually came to you, huh? That's breaking news. Oh! I didn't know. Funny. That is Steve. funny, Steve. Say something funny, Steve. Steve. Oh, you got there. Ah, uh, Steve. Always uh, with a strong Steve, finish, Steve. Steve. Yeah, Steve always takes it. He takes it. He takes it. But then at the end, man, he'll throw one right back. A little right hook. Boom. And so there's Steve Torrey there. Oh, yes. I, yeah. I, can, I think I'm okay economically. I think I'm okay, too, until that. Now I don't know. I mean, dog makes a great case. You know, more than They take 25% three. from you, and you're making what I make. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> The less. What are you talking about, man? Less, what are you right. talking about? I need that 25%. Wow. Oh, man. And what a line for the doggy with the uh, dead promo for uh, dead weight. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make that a T-shirt. Oh, right. he was so proud of himself. Oh. He goes, you, just, you see what I did there? He makes it like Tori's <laughs> the Undertaker. <laughs> Time for the Sunday drive. <laughs> 
Misty Tory. Rest in peace. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sunday Drive. Oh, it's Steve Tory here, the two on. As a Lauren Tory is on the phone uh, with the cable company trying to get things back Horizon. up. We're having some issues here. We've been delayed a little bit. but Now, uh, you guys know how much, though, I love chicken or steak. And we're going to see that again. As Steve Tory just said, he's not going anywhere. Neither is Canel. And so who knows? We might get a chicken or steak again in the future. So here we go. One final time for now. Uh, chicken or steak with uh, the great Steve Tory and uh, Danny Canell. All right, this is the Dog Day Sports section of our final chicken or steak. Which statement is more true, Danny, that you're more of an optimist or that I'm more of a pessimist? <laughs> this is a really good one. Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. you're more of a pessimist. There's more consistency to no, your pessimism than there's my optimism. So I'll say you're more <laughs> no. of a pessimist. Grim Reaper Tory. I think I agree with you, actually. <laughs> you know, because um, sometimes oh, really? you come over to my side occasionally. But, yeah. you, you know. But it, but it is rare, I'll say that. But, yeah, I, you know, just take a poll with everybody in my family, and they're always like, you're the Debbie Downer. Um, you know, not all the time, but uh, if you're going to sort of break it down that way. Most of the time. I think that I'm more the pessimist than you're the optimist. Uh, this is it now, the open speed round of the competition. And this really goes to what, We're if going you uh, dating. listen to the segment, what uh, Christopher Russo says in the open. Yep. Vanilla speed or chocolate, or in his case, vanilla. Vanilla or chocolate? Vanilla all day long. Yeah, 100% vanilla all no. the way. Um, just, you know, don't mind a little 100%. chocolate involved with it, but you got to go vanilla number one. This is actually tough. Ketchup well, Steve, or mustard? Growing up, cream, I was so. all ketchup all the time. If you could only have one or the other, it's ketchup. Yeah. Um, Thank you. I'm trying to think of what I use more. I mean, I guess ketchup would be it because, you <laughs> know, obviously, fries, uh, you this know, is burgers. Tough. Uh, there are other things that I use it for. I actually use mustard more th- for other things more than you would think. Like, I actually put it in tuna sometimes. Like what? Ooh. Mixing it up. And yeah, I it's good. Laundry. Crazy. No, sometimes it's not bad. That's yeah. not yeah. bad. Uh, sometimes I'll put it on a baked potato, you know, because it's like that knish type of thing, you know, <laughs> yep. with mustard. Uh, but, again, I mean, <laughs> you know, when you're what? thinking of burger and fries, you got to have the ketchup. It's like a knish. Get right, a knish. It's Danny, not like a knish. We have to finish with uh, chicken or steak. Steak all day long. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, because if you know, yeah. if you say wow. to yourself, uh, yeah. you know, the oh, um, that last Tory meal type chicken. of thing that they would ask you, you know, your death row meal, what would it yeah. be? You're right. They probably wouldn't say, ah, oh, give me chicken. Boiled, you know what I mean? Even though I love chicken, <laughs> exactly. you would probably say steak. So that's it. Tory's final meal, give me a chicken cutlet plain. <laughs> Boiled chicken. <laughs> no salt, no pepper. A little mustard. I like mustard on my tuna. I like to throw that around. But baked potato is not a knish. No. No, man. It's not even close. Oh, my chocolate got involved with my vanilla. Wait, please pass the mustard. The open speed round of a chicken <laughs> or steak. So, Babs, you're on uh, death row. What's your final meal? They mentioned that. Oh, you- final meal. I'll, um, I don't know, maybe Charlotte McKinney or Emily. Rajkowski. I mean, yeah, one one of those. Yeah, I mean, one of those. One of those. Lindsay Palis. You know, one of those. A Bethany Babchick. You know. Oh, yeah. One of those. One of those. One of those. Just round out the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. All right, now to the sports, babies. Mad Dog Sports Radio. That's what it's all about, then. NFL is back. And Adam Shine, shot on sports weekdays now, 9 a.m. to noon p.m. right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. I mean, he wasn't really into the NFL coming back at all. He had a great night's sleep, and he could get enough, and he wasn't pumped at all. It's just not Shine's thing to go over the top with the fake enthusiasm. So, no, no. He was was very measured. Here we go. Adam Shine on the day. The 2020 NFL season started. Football's back. Football is back. <laughs> Let's 
go and not a moment too soon. Let's go. My let's goodness. Go. Let's do Our this. Chiefs, okay. Texans, Patty, Deshaun Watson. I am so fired Chiefs, up. And look, Texas, let's go. It has been a wild and awful 2020. There were some major questions about sports, specifically about football in the middle of a pandemic. Obviously, we currently don't have major college football. Two major conferences said we're not playing this calendar year. But tonight we have Let's go. the National Football That's League. Right. And yes. I, I yeah. can't yeah. wait. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't get enough. I'm all over it. Oh, good. Of course, he's all pumped up. He's got the NFL back. We actually are, you know, pumped up as well. That's like the one sport. I don't get pumped up for opening day of baseball. I'm not pumped up for the NBA starting up, but the NFL starts up. Now, that's something special there. So we got the NFL uh, back in the building. Can't wait to lose thousands of dollars yet again. So you got the NFL, and of course you got the NBA playoffs rolling on as we're headed towards uh, the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. And Billy Donovan was a big topic conversation this week as well, as he no longer will be with the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're going to go in a different direction. And we talked about Billy Donovan on Morning Men with Evan and Babs weekdays, six to nine a.m. Eastern, right here on Channel Eighty Two. College programs Billy. right now should think about: Do we like Billy Donovan or our coach better? And outside of a handful of college programs the answer is billy donovan yeah but people are surprised because they didn't realize that his contract was expiring and yeah he had a great season this is a great young coach he could be around for a long time how long here's a good question how old will billy donovan be when we stop calling him a young coach that's a great point is he even young i'm just calling him young i don't even know how old he is right now i'll assume he's 44 he's i don't know if i'm right five years old wow <laughs> oh my god he ain't young He's older than Spolstra. He's older than Brad Stevens. He's older than Nick Nurse. You know what probably helps him is this Billy thing. You got a name that ends in Y, immediately just assume he's younger. If he was Bill Donovan, I have him at 52. But he's Billy Donovan, (laughs) and so now I have him at 44. It's the Y. That's it. (laughs) If if Billy Donovan, this is the greatest thing ever, went by Bill Donovan, would you think he was older? Oh, yes, 100. percent 100. Right. Okay. William. And if we called him William Donovan, also have him way older than Billy. It's this Stop. Billy thing. If he was Bill Donovan, he's 65. <laughs> he's Billy Donovan. I have him at 32. <laughs> but like <laughs> you, you just in your description of Billy Donovan, you're like, oh, you know, one of these great young coaches. No, coaches. Now I agree with you, but he's 55. Uh, There's very few <laughs> coaches that are actually. <laughs> Older it's incredible. than Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan, one of the reasons he's out is actually he's old. He's too old. That's actually the reason now. <laughs> oh, great young coach. He could be there for the next 20 years, I think I said. You put a Y in front of these names. Tommy. Tommy name. In front, like, and look in what's front of the name? <laughs> yeah. So it's Y Bill. The Y. It's a Y Bill. The end of the name? Especially Billy because of the whole Billy the Kid. I got a Billy. Does he feel younger right now than seven <laughs> months old or wherever he is? I don't know. But Billy especially. Maybe Billy tonight. Wagner. What about Billy Wagner, the oh, reliever? Oh, God. Always yeah, was a young reliever to you? Never always was an a young older reliever. reliever. Are you kidding okay. me? Right now he's a young reliever. He hasn't played for 10 years. Right now. Younger. Anyone Billy. He's younger They're younger. Billy Donovan. <laughs> there you go. And you were so confident with that. He's a great young coach. <laughs> 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 I was so confident with that. I went, in, I went in strong. He's a great young coach. A little fun fact. Oh. Billy Donovan 
his mom was my lunch lady in grammar school. What? <laughs> I swear to God. What was her name? I, Mrs. Donovan. Mrs. Donovan. Uh, yeah. Mrs. Donovan. Oh. yeah, that kind of makes sense. No, that kind of yeah. makes sense. Hey, everyone. This is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences, past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on Sirius XM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the Sirius XM app and Apple Podcasts. Mad Dog Chris Russo. Eddie, the guy loves his tennis. He loves the U.S. Open. I don't know if he's as into it it as usual. Usually you guys go out there, do a whole show, and obviously with Corona and the no fans, that ain't happening. So you got the Russo on the tennis. We got to hear it because something big did happen at the U.S. Open this week. Novak Djokovic was disqualified for striking a ball in anger that hit a line judge, and he was tossed from the tournament. Here's the doggy breaking it all down. I thought from a standpoint of the ruling on Djokovic, I thought that was way, way, way over the top, throwing him out of the tournament. Listen, uh, was he wrong? Uh, Was he careless is the better word. Wrong? Careless. Yes, he was careless. Did he do it uh, with incredible uh, malice? No, he didn't. That was a five-mile-an-hour forehand that happened to hit the poor lineswoman in the wrong part of her uh, anatomy, hit her in her neck, but it was not Did he he take the ball and and hit a 120-mile-an-hour serve or frustration? No, he did not. The fact they threw him out of this tournament based on that move, I, I was floored with, and I didn't understand it. Yes, punishment. Yes, a fine. Anatomy. Maybe dock him a game. Cost him the first set. He was down 6-5 when he did it. But to throw him out of the tournament under that pretext, to me, is absurd. The idea that tennis has some rule book that is a constitution that we have to look and say, hey, he look at the, it's in our rules. If you hit the ball behind me, uh, behind <laughs> you and it hits a person, you're automatically disqualified. That's a freaking bunch of nonsense. All right. What happens if it missed the lines person by an inch? What happens if she happened to move her neck at the right precise time and it missed her by an inch? Then he can go out and play and nothing happens to him? So in other words, because of, her, because of her lack of dexterity, he's out of the tournament? And I don't want to hear about how the, the lady need to be, you know, escorted off the grounds and she was in pain and all that. Oh, come on now, please. I, you know, I understand it hit her in the Jeez. throat, but let's take it easy a little. My goodness gracious, please take it easy a little bit before we over dramatize, uh, 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 put over drama on this whole scenario. Put over drama. Let's put the drama on top there. Where the drama, pour the drama on is, uh, you know, you want extra drama? Oh, man, did he bail on that. Oh, quick. my God. He dropped it. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Over. And TNT loves drama. So that's what you have there. And the uh, and the Adam Onomanatony of this lady here as uh, she walks around there with the uh, the Dexter Dexterarity uh, that she has. Did she can move around? I Watching mean, oh, my. Dexterity. What was, what was the best one there? The Dexterity? The uh, Autonatomy? Or, uh, oh, definitely on an anime. Well, this drama, though. He couldn't even get out dramatized. Dramatized. I love, I love dexterity. Where, where did he pull that from? Dexterity. I, I don't know. And Andrew Goldberg has all of a sudden, he's woken up here as the producer of Morning After. Yes, Goldberg. Dog was like, oh, you know, it hit, it hit her in the throat. She's not going to go to the hospital. Oh, please. I would love Dog to take, take a tennis ball to the throat from Novak Djokovic and him not think he was choking. 
I mean, even you, Babchek. <laughs> Babchek, you were like, oh, yeah. she got hit in the throat. It doesn't hurt that much. Yeah. I would yeah. love for your son to take a tennis ball and chuck it right at your throat and not think, and think you're choking. Let's listen to this clip from Morning Man with Evan and Babs, and then I will continue to defend myself because I think Andrew Goldberg is wrong. So here we go. Weekdays, yeah, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern <laughs> time. Morning Man. I thought it was absurd that they didn't use a little more common sense and keep the guy in the tournament. You have nobody left in the tournament. Yes. I actually give them a little bit of credit because they're not treating him differently than if it was you or me as the qualifier making it into the tournament, playing on court 14, you know, on the outside of, of Ash, that in that spot, Mike. we would be disqualified <laughs> from the tournament. So in a way, I do give them credit for saying, okay, if somebody is going to do that, if you're going to take out your anger and hit a linesman, it's ridiculous, then you deserve to be kicked out of the tournament. He didn't meet the hitter. It's just a tennis ball. She survived. She really acted like she got shot. I thought that was a little much. You pick her up. She's fine. Uh -oh. He's fine. He didn't mean to oh. do it. Let the guy continue Jeez. playing. If LeBron James physically made contact out of anger with a referee, you want the NBA to then ignore it because it's LeBron? I do want them to completely ignore it. Yeah, LeBron. figure out another way. You got to keep LeBron James bubble. playing basketball in the bubble. You got a tournament. Exactly. You, you got your one and only yeah, but star. Sometimes, but sometimes it's so blatantly obvious that a rule is broken and the penalty for the breaking of the rules is severe. In this case, that's what that would be. There's Evan and Babs on Morning Man weekday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. And, and what a reaction by the line judge, right, Eddie? What, did she think this was a slip and fall in the store? Did she think she was going to get paid? Yeah, There's your NBA comparison. She looked like she got fouled trying to shoot a three oh, like she's I James mean, Harden. Like Oakley oh. took her down. Oh, the what a, I mean, a little on. bit of a flop there. Like My it. dad is a lawyer, ambulance chaser, and he actually uh, is representing oh. her now. I mean, it seemed like they wanted a lawsuit, right? Isn't that what they wanted? Uh, so my dad's representing Jack, her. Jack going through the, the, the uh, Kentucky phone book looking for her name? Two times I've seen my dad so angry at me that it was the most angry he's ever been. Once where he found out I was arrested, I didn't call him from the jail, and uh, he read in the newspaper in the crime blotter, Michael Babchik was arrested, so he wasn't happy about that. The other time was when a year after I fell in a beer store, I used to work in a beer store, a year later, I was. I told him, I was like, God, you know, I, I still have this cut from when I fell. He goes, you fell in a store and oh. you didn't call me. You got right back up. I could have made fine. you a million dollars. What oh, a draw. No. And you had an injury. Jack. I never thought about it. I got back up. Well, if, you know, if Jack represented <laughs> her and she didn't want to pay, wouldn't she then owe your children like free tennis lessons for life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it'd be it. The Babchick family likes to take barter for their for their <laughs> for their work. Don't you have a few people? You got a cricket guy, you got an AC guy, a pool guy, we got a pool, a pool guy. guy. Oh, Frankie Freon. Yeah, yeah we got Frankie Freon, Joel the jeweler. I mean, everybody <laughs> just owes the family. You're right, everyone my everyone owes Jack a favor. My dad would take the case and he'd report back to the female and be like, you know, I, I didn't get you anything, but uh, I did get my grandson tennis lessons from Novak Djokovic. So, and we took it. We we took the deal. So that, that's fascinating, right there. I, I want to play you guys a clip from uh, Nick Wright. What's right? Weeknights, uh, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. And you guys tell me what he's talking about. He's making an analogy. You tell me what he's talking about. See if you can figure it out. Here we go. Your buddies call you up and they say, hey, man, let's do a guy's weekend to Vegas. And you know in your head, you're like, oh, man, I don't know if my wife's mm -hmm. going to go for that. Like, how can I sell my wife on it? And so what you do is you go to your wife and you say, mm -hmm. honey, 
You're not going to believe it. Best friend just called. He set it up. Doing a week guy's trip to Thailand. She's like, what? Yep. It's Thomas's bachelor party. He wants to do it in Bangkok. We're going to go from the, the, uh, Friday oh, no. to the following Sunday. Nine days. It's going to be unbelievable. And she's like, are you are you serious right now? I got it. Absolutely. You got it? And then a week later, you're like, babe, Thailand trips off. Thomas is super bummed. We're going to end up just doing a long weekend in Vegas. And she's like, oh, good. I'm happy for you. But if you had just come to her and said, I'm doing a weekend in Vegas. Come on. But now you've primed her, so to speak. First of all, what sports news is he talking about? Well, that... That I couldn't figure out. Okay, that you couldn't figure out. Okay, no, I have no idea. <laughs> Something that... how this tied into sports. Someone in the bubble getting married. They're throwing a bachelor party. Interesting, uh, Alex Hardy. What do you think? Asking for the Lakers in the finals, but getting the Clippers instead. Interesting. That's no, what it was answer, was though. the NCAA. There was some reports that they want every single team in the tournament, 353 teams, and what they're really doing is they're saying 353 so they can get to 96. Who talked about this story? You said a story we talked about on the channel this week. What are you talking week. about? How are we yeah. ever going to get this? This week, uh, we had a caller who called up on Morning Man and said something to the effect of, you know, nothing good happens in Vegas. What a dumbass. You can't be more wrong. Vegas, everything great happens. You're trying to tell me that when I I hired a woman, before bringing her back to the hotel room, I said, walk around the casino floor, and I had her hold my hand, and I wanted everybody on the casino floor to, like, see me with this beautiful dime. Unbelievable. And then we went upstairs, and it was the most expensive three minutes of my life. I mean, yeah, only good things happen in Vegas, including JT the Brick. Live from his pool on Breaking Night, talking about his Yankees, which are also my Yankees, as I'm the biggest Yankee fan on the channel. That's right. As the Yankees right now are struggling, who knows if they even make the playoffs as everything seems to be falling apart. Gary Sanchez can't hit, and we got some issues. JT the Brick is not happy. Listen to this. Chapman could hurt someone seriously. With the power that he has in that arm, he could seriously hurt someone in a big way. You got a call on that? And the Yankees have won the game 5-3 now. Players are starting to get to each other. I think Brusso came out and... went out and was yelling at his bat in his hand, and Brasso was yelling at Chapman. Oh, you get that on Babs' show? Can you get that on the recap, Babs? Special here? How do we have the greatest franchise in the yes. history of sports? History of North American sports, and I get that energy on play-by-play. Well, what the hell's going on? Get that on the Babs recap show in three, two, and one. That's the level of broadcasting. I love Miss Susie. Phenomenal career. I get it. John Sterling, I've had ice cream with John Sterling. I brought him ice cream. I had ice cream with him in Oakland in the booth. I'm a Yankee fan. John Sterling been on my show many times. Give me a little bit more than that, please. Doesn't oh, he say that in the doggy show when what the dog the? show opens? You know, give me a little bit of war. Give me, give me something out there. Whatever he says, give me more <laughs> than that. Give me more. I was trying to find my way. Oh, give me more. Am I the only guy who cares? Am I the only guy who cares out there? Come on, Susie and John. It's the end of a game. Give me some energy. Give me some excitement. What's going yeah, on? Out give there? me more. 
You can put Babs in the booth right now. You'd have energy. Of course. Oh, I love oh, JT no. the Brick. I just like I'm telling you. Of John Sterling and JT sharing a cone. What is this? <laughs> they, what are they? They're in fifth grade? What are they? No, I, one I, cone, two spoons. I had ice cream with them. I was, I, they, they, we had a sleepover. I don't know why I'm now yelling his dog instead of JT. Give me a little wow. Get a little wow, dude. <laughs> oh, JT the Brick's the best. Get Babs in the booth. Get Babs in the booth. Yeah, you know what? Let's go. Yeah, that's right. Dude, I do belong in the booth, but I know what's going I know what's wrong this season with the Yankees. Here's John Sterling, who shared a banana split with JT the Brick on the Yankees Radio Network this past week. Obviously, a, a crazy year for us in that we have no intercourse at all with the manager of the players. <laughs> <laughs> intercourse what? with the Hold manager. What's the going on here? Intercourse. Wait a minute now. Well, so John. Oh, so that's why. Well, that's why Gary Sanchez is struggling because John Sterling and him—they're not doing it. I mean, maybe if he was banging Aaron Judge, he'd be healthy. Oh, but I don't know what's going on with JT and uh, John Sterling and uh, Luke Voigt are all having ice cream together. It seems a little. No wonder we're struggling this year. We need some John Sterling intercourse. That's what we need. Hey, everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. So welcome back to Mike Patrick's Morning After. With you me, know. Mike Patrick, America's uh, biggest morning after a regret. And Eddie Erickson, the producer yes. of Mad Dog Unleashed as for the now. Mad Dog. Well, for <laughs> now, as Mad Dog's... Well, it's interesting that you say that. Of course, JT, the Brick's uh, producer. Alex Hardy yes. uh, from Brick at Night. It's interesting that you say that, Eddie, because um, Mad Dog Chris Russo did sign off uh, the other day. I believe it was on Thursday's show with... Oh. Uh, God. Chris Will Russo. Chris is a confidence on the uh, Mad Dog Unleashed program. <laughs> Pat McAfee Radio, as it should be. Good job today. Lots to do tomorrow on Pat McAfee Radio. Wow, Pat McAfee Radio. something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. That was fast. Yeah. That was really fast. Yeah. But Pat McAfee is on, of course, Pat McAfee show, 12 to 3 p.m. Eastern time. It's great for the channel to have a huge star like Pat McAfee aboard. He's lit it up. Everyone's talking about him and everybody's listening to the program. He's doing a tremendous job. And he claims he has the dumbest show on radio. I think Morning Men as we're going to fight for that title. I think Morning Men can win it. But here is Pat McAfee who has Aaron Rodgers on the show every single Tuesday oh, as geez. a weekly. That's right. Every Boy. week. See you next Tuesday, A-Rod. See you next Tuesday. That's right. As Amanda Chris Russo is going to love that, Eddie, when he starts screaming oh, and yelling God. about the guests. Oh, Pat McAfee's going to get so many guests. That's going to be torture for you, Eddie. Absolute torture. That's going to be as, rough. That's gonna be rough. Eddie, Eddie might be uh, caught in his feelings right now. That's going to be rough. Yeah. Eddie, come on, step out of it, man. What are you talking about? Come on. But uh, you got Aaron Rodgers on. You can't be that dumb of a show. And here is uh, Pat McAfee talking about uh, what he's going to try to get out of Aaron Rodgers each and every week. I want to know how he feels. I want to know how the mustache looks. I want to know if he's happy. Because if we get a happy Aaron Rodgers, I think Packers are going to have a good team. I agree. And by the way, if you're listening to me for the first time, that is very much how I judge things. That is, that is literally very much what I do. I judge the humans, not the X's and O's. Ah. See, I'm a Jimmy's and Joe's guy, yes. not an X's and O's guy. Yes. Mostly because when I was in the NFL, I very much knew if I was going to have a bad day, if I was in a bad mood <laughs> or something happened, and I'm like, is, are these odds makers? 
accounting for me potentially not having any sleep last night and shitting my brains out because I had uh, some pasta from someplace? Are they accounting for that at all? You Are they have... thinking about a guy potentially <laughs> getting game. cut from a team <laughs> yeah. and wanting to go back and dominate that week against a team? I don't think they do. So that's why I think we have a distinct advantage whenever we gamble on the NFL, by the way, mm-hmm. in here. I worry about the now human, you know not so much from. what's going on. And that's why our interviews are probably a little bit different nice. than what you hear in other places. Yeah. I'm not going to be asking about route concepts nope. that Matt LaFleur has put together. <laughs> I'm not going to be talking about any of that. I'm talking about, hey, Aaron, are you happy? Okay, that's all that matters. Then. Mm-hmm. If you're happy, that means the Packers are going to be good. And by the way, with the announcement that's coming, we are going to know a lot about Aaron Rodgers, I think. Hell yeah. Yeah. Wow, I tell you, I love this guy, I, Bad I Mac Man. It. He's great. He's great, man. I got to get my gambling tips from him. I'm telling oh, you, better. this is the winning version of Mike Babchik, as he even does well in gambling. Oh, my God. So that's what we're going to have to figure out. But he does know his humans. But he doesn't say humans correctly. It's humans. It's humans. <laughs> Pat McAfee comes aboard. And, of course, Adam Shine was moved to 9 a.m. to 12. And now Morning Man is on from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. That's right. Morning Man, 69. Now, Adam Shine, Shine on Sports, who, by the way, is the only person on this channel that curses more than Pat McAfee. As um, those two, I mean, they really just fit two pieces in a pod, man. Uh, they fit really perfectly together. And Adam Shine now is on during that 9 a.m. Eastern hour. In fact, it's the call of the week. Shine on sports. This took place during the 9 a.m. hour of Shine this week. Alan Connecticut, our good friend. Next, Shine on sports. Yeah, hi, good morning. Um, is this Evan and Babchick morning, man? Ask me anything, 9 at 9? Oh, our guy, Yukon Al. Oh, we're, we're, how yeah, surprised you. were you? By your guy, Kemba Walker, last night. He got fouled. He got hammered. Like you said, they took his lunch. You know, I appreciate you taking my call. What's the weirdest place you've ever had sex? I'll take your comments off air. Al, that is definitely something that I think is probably reserved better for, for Babchick. You know, Babs told me he's, he's going to get really into that when you listen to the Babchick morning after show. So that that wow. is something you should definitely make sure that you are locked and loaded. I, I, I will answer that question for you on Babchick Saturday Morning Show. That is a promise. Man, that show is tremendous, absolutely tremendous. Make sure you are locked and loaded listening to that on, on Saturday morning. It's one of the great questions in the 16-year history of Shine on Sports. Craziest place he ever had sex. His answer is probably the living room. <laughs> Maybe the kitchen. <laughs> but Eddie, Alex, you're not going to believe this. Uh, Adam Shine uh, wasn't lying. <laughs> I, I, I'm shocked, man. He actually is ready to answer this question, and he sent over his response with his producer, Bob Stew. And here we go. Adam Shine, ready to answer. UConn Al, the foul father's question. This is a morning after exclusive. I mean, Bob, I guess I could mention the time when Babchek and I double-teamed UConn Al's wife, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could fit for Babchek's show. Or, you know what we could do? Babchek's got a special announcement about something amazing that he's going to be doing. Why don't we save the answer to that question We'll keep teasing it down the road for the next big Mike Babchick announcement and project. Yeah, talk about a morning after, Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh, my God. Did Adam Shine just reveal to the world that me and him, the Eiffel Tower with uh, UConn Al's wife, it was the best lay in the 16-year history of shot on sports. Oh, good. Absolutely phenomenal. Simi Tremendous with the double team uh, with Mike Babchick. <laughs> 
Boy, this show brings out the worst in people. We get down and dirty, and we never got an answer as we got to wait. Oh, yeah, you're going to be waiting a long time for me to announce anything. I'll tell you what. Morning Men, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. That's a big announcement. And this week on Morning Men with Evan and Babs, we talked NFL as the season starts. And I told a story this week about a very special phone call that I got preparing me for the NFL season. I love my bookie, by the way, yesterday called me and said, how you doing? I'm like, how you doing? What's going on? I, I'm not set. We're good, right? Everything's good? He's like, yeah, no, no, no. We meet in a few weeks. I just want, you know, hey, football season getting going. So that's pretty cool. This guy gave me like a heads up. Hey, it's the NFL season. It's time for you to really lose some cash. So he's checking in. Your off-the-books illegal bookie does like proper sales service calls for upsells? Yes. That's pretty impressive, actually. (laughs) This guy's really interesting. No, he he does it under the guise of like talking sports. Like, hey, I just want to talk sports. But no, the call was to just (laughs) make sure that I'm aware, which of course I am, (laughs) that it's now my losing money season and it's his putting his kids in college season. He's just giving me a heads up. That is actually remarkable. Yeah. He's a good guy. I really like this guy. He's a good guy. I mean, I mean he I takes all my money. Like, do, do drug dealers do this? They're all thing? good guys. I don't know. <laughs> I was th- I was actually thinking the other day, what is worse, a drug dealer or a bookie? Because I like they both like, just take advantage of just someone ah, in need who's got work. real major issues. <laughs> and here comes this call, and I'm Lowest like talking to him, and I'm all friendly with them. This kid just wants all my money. He wants me to be on the bottom, lose the house. That's what this guy wants. But yeah, we were talking about the Jets. I think he's my no. buddy, but I'm Scumbag paying this guy to be my friend. So could you go out no. to lunch with your the book worst. and never talk the sports worst. and not place a bet for the next month? Yes, I would hang out with this guy. He's given my kids cash for Christmas. <laughs> he doesn't realize I'm Jewish. <laughs> he gave your kid a gift that's your money. <laughs> He's giving you back your money. He's re-gifting you your own money. <laughs> he didn't have to do that, though. It was very nice. Are you up or down? Down. but it, it, That's it was, your money. You know, <laughs> still, I didn't have it. <laughs> So basically, he's giving you rewards. Give me a little kickback. Not even your 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 kids getting the reward. Uh, give me a little. You're getting nothing. I love this guy. The lowest form of life. Bookies are the worst. I actually had a bookie who I owed money to. I told him I wasn't giving him anymore. He tells me he has stage four cancer and that he's dying and that the money's for his kids. Like that was gonna, you know, tug on the <laughs> heartstring on my heartstrings. Yeah. And the whole work. time I'm going, oh wow, that's terrible. In the back of my mind, I'm dancing. <laughs> I'm never gonna pay this guy. I'm gonna outlive this guy. Do you understand? I'm like, why would you ever tell me this? You oh will never God. see another penny from me. And he got Has COVID. He- and I don't know what happened to him. Oh my God! Oh, you might have oh, made no. out. He might be gone. He actually oh my got God. COVID. I have not heard from him in over six months. Oh my gosh! Every one of us has had this fantasy. Mike, come yeah. on, you know you're waiting yeah. for that call Tuesday. Maybe it's a little late. Maybe it's delayed. So what are you doing? Yeah. You're sitting to yourself. Oh shoot! Maybe something happened to him. Maybe yeah. he got arrested. Maybe he got into an accident. Maybe he's dead. This Maybe. actually happened to me. The so guy's wonderful. dead. What a victory for you. I mean, you rest in peace. My condolences. Oh, and, yeah. And rest but peace. oh, my, my God. What a, what a victory yeah. for you. You don't have to pay. You got some money for the NFL season. <laughs> yeah, what a feel-good story that is. <laughs> that feels good. Hey, Patrick Milan, the rap. He knows all about the gambling weeknights, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. But this week, as he gets set for the NFL season, all the lines, he talked about this. Is there a more proud of themselves 
group of people on the planet that engaged people. Does a group of people take more bows no. than engaged people? They love to throw around the word fiance. I'm not engaged. Napoleon. Chill out. It's not Paris. It's fiance. Not fiance. Oh. Like, you don't have to draw it out. Not a TikTok star. Just take it easy. I don't even really care about the actual term fiance. You did nothing except go from smashing and feeling guilty about it to at least now we can label what we are. You're, you're, you're in the on-deck circle. You're not even at the plate. It is easy to get out of an engagement. It's a hell of a lot harder to get out of a marriage. Getting out of a marriage involves lawyers. Getting out of an engagement involves a text. You are engaged. That is a great time for you. We're not impressed. It's so easy to do. I'm engaged. I'm engaged. Congratulations. Now go take a picture in the forest or with a bunch of balloons <laughs> and some goofy. Bring the dog because you both love the dog. I know it was his first, but you love it the People same. People call me angry. And then send out Jeez. the dates, which are probably wow. going to be two to three years from now because he's not really into it. You're not really into it. You just wanted to be engaged. You know, Alex Hardy is a newlywed. I mean, do you just like saying I'm engaged? Is Patrick right, Alex? Well, you're right the second time. My fiance and I are not newlyweds yet, but oh, right. it's pure pre-marital bliss. My fiance and I fiance. are the time of our lives. <laughs> there, is something, no, there is something to that, though. He's right about the way people say, my fiance. Like, they do like to brag about it. I got engaged in a hospital room um, after my uh, ex-girlfriend, who I knocked up, gave birth to my son, my firstborn, that would be. And I decided Joey. to take a ring. Joey, I put a ring in the pudding. And I spooned it, and I uh, gave her a little spoon of pudding, and I said, here you go. And she said, is that a ring? And I said, yeah. She said, you're going to need to get me another pudding. And she never said yes. Where do you put that story, Alex Hardy, you big romantic? Where do you put that? Wasn't that the Sleepless in Seattle sequel that made? Yeah, Tom that, Hanks, yeah. Meg Ryan. Um, Harry yeah. Met Sally. Yeah, yeah, that was it. The coast my, pudding. My, the coast engagement scene. Was, my engagement wasn't much better than yours, actually. Oh, I'm sure it was. I, oh, it they wasn't. just sewed up my wife. They sewed right, her up, and I'm right. like, no, was, tell me, what was yours? It wasn't that bad. I got my wife a ring. I didn't have any money, so I had to buy it through, like, American Express at the time, and I had to pay it off. But it wasn't the best ring, and I knew she really wouldn't like it, but I wanted to propose to her so i opened the ring up and i'm like you probably don't like this that's how i oh my god what is there wrong you with just you? lower I those expectations i can really go. see you saying that that's really unbelievable that's amazing <laughs> oh no why do you have to go negative you always do that i can't help it you, you know you say things like this you're like yeah you know you know you're not gonna like that let, let me judge the story let I me judge even, the story. I didn't even give her a chance. Oh, you're gonna hate this oh, ring. No. Will you marry me? That's oh, what? Exactly, that's exactly what I did. You're such a downer, man. Oh man. Oh, oh, where's man. the Tory? Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You're gonna really hate this. You're, you're not gonna want to marry me, but yeah. you probably won't. Like the the this world's meal, ending I anyway. It, I got it for you anyway. Hey, Lauren. It's Steve Tory. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know why you'd say yes to this. There's a myriad of reasons why you, you probably shouldn't say yes to this, but a couple of questions. First, you think the Yankees will be able to turn it around and make the playoffs, and uh, will you marry me? This whole engagement thing uh, kind of snuck up on me. And do you remember my password for my email? I can't seem to get into my Outlook. You can call me on my cell. I'm available at all times. <laughs> well, I'm the same person. I didn't know it. 
You oh, ain't. No. Uh, you're Tori the Gloom and Doom. And, and I bet you my ring was worse. I bought a ring from a woman who drove up down the block. I had to meet her. She was in a caravan, sipping from a big gulp. And she sold me a ring from this van. That it was worse that than was, mine. That, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Everything is. I was like, does this come with a certificate of anything? And she's like, no. Here's my business card. Oh, okay, well, that's great. Uh, All right. You know, it's time now to close out Mike Patrick's morning after with my favorite part of the show. It's the dog mess of the week. And this week, the Mad Dog gave his Super Bowl. Prediction. I picked a weird one, Browns-Rams, because it's the 70th anniversary what? of that Super Bowl in 50 when the Browns made their first entry in the NFL and beat the Rams in the, final, in the championship game, 30-28. So Browns-Rams Super Bowl, huh? Yeah, something different. He picked a Super well, Bowl? Different. Wait a second, wait. He picked a Super Bowl based on an anniversary? Oh, man. It, it, did that just happen? That just happened. Hey, you got to admit, it's something different. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> I'm pick, he picks two. Two teams from 2020 to do well in 2020 based on something that happened in 1950. That seems reasonable. Yeah, that actually seems like it makes a lot of sense. All right, so that's the doggy there. What a week it was right here oh, on Mike Patrick's week. Morning After. What a day. What a, show. What a life. We'll do it again manana. But you can listen to this show. It's on all weekend long. Now, before we go, let's bring in Steve Torrey now, who is still a Mad Dog Sports Radio contributor. Here's Torrey with his thoughts. Steve, how'd you like the show today? Again, I I, I don't even want to respond because all we're going to do is go in circles 7,000 times. So right now, I got no power in my house. My phone's got 17%. I'm sweating my ass off, and I think I've had enough. How's that? All right. Well, you know, Alex Hardy, Andy Erickson, I think we had enough as well. So I think we've had enough. Until next time, remember, tweet at Babchick. Let's go and tell me what you want to hear all week long on Babchick's Morning After. Until next week, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.